Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Harry Simeo joins us now to talk some football champions league and premier league uh, getting underway uh, today. Morning, Harry. How are you doing? Morning, guys. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good. Are you, are you getting paid as much as Kylian Mbappe is to go to Real Madrid? <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> I wish I was, but sadly I'm not. <laughs> oh, mate, that's disappointing. That's disappointing. Hey, uh, I, I, before we get into the Champions League, I want to ask you, I, I mentioned this to Izzy earlier this morning. Um, I, I, just got, I just got one of those feelings. Got one of those feelings. I thought after the way he went the other day against Chelsea, Erling Haaland will be fizzing today, so I've backed him to score three or more goals at nine bucks. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> Three or more goals, that's a big shout. Um, but it's Manchester City, so it's possible. Um, you know, I expect them to win quite comfortably uh, against a Brentford side that are really, really struggling this season. They've been plagued by injuries, uh, Brentford, and they've really had a, a tough time of it in terms of trying to field a competitive 11. They've got Ivan Tony back now, of course, after his ban. But they're just not quite the same side that they were maybe a couple of seasons ago. Although they did run Manchester City quite close um, just a couple of weeks ago, actually, um, of course, at home. But at the Etihad tonight, I expect Manchester City to steamroll through them. And Erling Haaland probably will get on the goal scoring sheet because he was very disappointed in his own personal performance the other day. Great to have you on, Heza, and thanks for just kind of deflating um, Ricardo's kind of <laughs> punt there. Three goals, that's a hell of a lot of goals, and you know he's come back from injury, he burst it back after 71 games without scoring goals and then scored twice, so could be a chance, mate, but uh, today we've got a bit of Champions League taking place, and we're going to talk about uh, Inter taking on Atletico this morning. How big of a loss is Alavro Morata? Yeah, it's a big loss for Atletico Madrid. Alvaro Morata is somebody that came to the Premier League a few years back. Uh, He joined Chelsea and he came and he was a little bit hit and miss during his time in the Premier League. And he'd gone from having this huge reputation. He initially broke through at Real Madrid, didn't really make the grade there, moved on, joined a few clubs, spent some time at Juventus as well. Um, But at Atletico Madrid, it's like he's found his home. He's been so important for them, not just in terms of goal scoring, but in terms of creating space for others, stretching opposition defences. He's such a complete forward player. Um, the, the only criticism you'd ever have of Alvaro Morata is that he doesn't put the ball in the back of the net often enough for someone that gets into those positions. But he's a bit like Darwin Nunez in that sense, in that he brings chaos against whoever he plays against. And you just you, you, you love the benefit of that and it, it sort of outweighs some of the negatives. But to be without him, for sure, uh, is a blow for Atletico. And I'm really intrigued, actually, to see what kind of Atletico Madrid are going to turn up because over the years in the Champions League they've been this steely hard-working side that have you know been really really competitive really defensive above anything else but from sort of listening to people that, that follow the Spanish League a lot closer than I do it feels like they're changing their way a little bit I'm interested to see if they will change the way they approach this European tie or if we'll see them revert back to type. 
Yeah, well, I mean, under uh, Diego Simeone, I, I I think the term shithouse has been used several times. Um, I guess it's just whether they can <laughs> do that away in Milan, because Inter are flying at the moment. Only 10 points clear at the top of Serie A. Uh, I think they're favourite to win the game, but are they a dark horse for the Champions League title as well? I think you've got to take Inter seriously. They made the final of the competition last year. Um, I expect them, as you mentioned, to have the Serie A title wrapped up pretty early on as well, which means that they'll be able to turn their attention to the, the Champions League without it really having any consequences domestically. They've found a brilliant forward partnership in Lautaro Martinez and Marcus Turam, who they picked up last summer on a free transfer. He's been brilliant. And Simone Inzaghi, the manager, is renowned for his record in cup competitions. He's never actually won a, a Serie A league title. He's probably going to pick up his first this season but in the cups he's always gone really really well and I don't think people realize how big an achievement it was last season to get to the final for a side like Inter. Um, Serie A has dropped off in comparison to some of the other leagues because of the financial aspect and they've fallen a little bit behind. Inter's financial situation is pretty precarious as well but that's a story for another day but if they can keep progressing through the rounds in this competition they'll be making plenty of revenue off the back of the TV rights and all the rest of it and that will go a long way in easing the club's burden and problems. So yeah I think Inter are the favourites for this tie overall and they should be considered dark horses but it's Atletico Madrid in the Champions League you just can't ever write them off Right, indeed, mate. Now, I know you have Arsenal leanings, and they're probably in the best position they've been in a while to win a Premier League title. I think it's been, what, 21 years since they've done that. Is there a danger, though, for you as an Arsenal fan that Champions League becomes a distraction? Have they got the depth to go on both fronts? Um, I think they've got more depth than they had last season, uh, that's for sure. I think the problem is is that that depth element kind of gets cancelled out when you're suffering with a number of injuries. And Arsenal still have a number of key players out. They're hoping to get some of them uh, back sooner rather than later. I've been told today that Fabio Vieira um, has travelled with the squad to Porto. Thomas Partey's back in training, but he hasn't made the trip over to Portugal. It's just come around a little bit too soon for him. But Zinchenko's still out. Tomiyasu's still out. Timber is still out as well. So there's a number of players that Mikel Arteta needs to get back. If he does, then I would argue they do have the depth. And the Champions League is a competition that Arsenal as a football club have never won. Um, and and that's, that's crazy to think. A club of that size have never been crowned European champions. And so... You know, some people might look at it as a bit of a distraction, but I actually think they've got a greater chance of winning the Champions League than they do the Premier League. And if they could win the Champions League, I don't think anybody would be uh, worried if that meant a drop off in the Premier League, because that would be making history for the club. If you've been a good boy and Santa was looking after you, which one would you rather? Me personally, I would say the Champions League, just because... Um, growing up as an Arsenal fan and, and following them over the years, I've experienced them winning the Premier League on three occasions. I saw them do it unbeaten as well, something that I don't think will ever be matched. Um, and the Champions League is, is the one that's missing. And I remember sort of crying my eyes out at the final in 2006 <laughs> when they were beaten by Barcelona. So for me personally, that the, the Champions League is the, uh, is the golden chalice for Arsenal this year. Uh, have, you, have you forgiven Jens Lehmann yet? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I even blame Jens Lehmann, to be honest with you. Um, n- nobody will will want me to say this, and, and I know Arsenal fans will probably contest this, but I actually think Thierry Henry and the chances that he missed that night were more costly than the sending off of, um, of Jens Lehmann, because I think Arsenal 
really ought to have put that game to bed before Barcelona equalised. Uh, nice, Harry. All right, mate. Hey, listen, thanks very much for joining us this cheers, morning. Cheers, Enjoy the games tonight and uh, your Arsenal tomorrow as well. Good luck to you. Eh? Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. All the best.